Hello, everyone. Hey, cuties. Welcome back. It's Mountainstein with One Cute Drink. Hello, hello, hello. This week's episode is brought to you by pH Balanced Water because Mal and I have had one heck of a weekend, brothers. Oh, brothers. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I literally today – okay, so today is currently Tuesday – Today, I did absolutely nothing. The and Tuesday it, after the weekend of the 4th. Yeah. And it has not – like, I haven't had a day like this in so long. And especially after this weekend, it just feels so good to – like, I came home this morning, took a nap, woke up, ate some breakfast, laid back down, took another nap, woke up, chilled. I started a new show, watched new episodes of a show I've already started – Ate all day, made a pizza, like, and it, and then my best friend came over. It's so like, what a cute day. Here we are. Honestly, that was me on the 4th of July because we went to a show Friday night and Saturday night. And then come the 4th of July, I kind of did exactly what you did, which I did not feel like a loser, but part of me did because it's a holiday. And I was like, but I don't really even care that much about the 4th of July. You know, yeah. like you just see like you're seeing people do stuff all day, right. which is making you feel like you should be doing something. Yeah. I honestly like, well, okay. So kind of to recap, because I just, I need you guys to also, I need to paint you a picture of how my brain and body felt this morning. Yeah. Tell so us. I worked on Friday morning. I opened. So I got off at 4. As soon as I got off work, I changed, and then I met my besties, Mal and Brian, out at Red Rocks to go see Zed's Dead on the motherfucking Red Rocks, which so was so fun. hype, my guy. Um, so we did that. We met up with uh, a couple other friends prior to and, like, had cute drinks and apps, and then we went to the show. After the show, shout out to our friend Nick, who is so sweet. He had a post-show pizza party waiting for us at his house where we had parked our cars. So pleasant. Like a little angel. Which, do you remember? Okay. So the show ended at what? Like midnight probably? I think so. Yeah. And um, we get to Nick's house. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, like, come on over. I'm just chilling, like drinking a beer, watching music videos. And we walk in and Mal's like, oh, Incubus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't give it up. He was like, no, it's not Incubus. But I like just kept riding with that like joke for the rest of the time we were there. And then I'm like feeding chicken to his dog off the pizza because I don't really eat chicken. But I don't eat chicken. And so I was feeding it to the dog and like thinking I was being so hilarious talking to the dog and then like making jokes about Incubus who wasn't playing at all on and the TV. <laughs> I just had that, like, memory come back to mind in that moment. But that was pretty funny. <laughs> but, yeah, so then I didn't get home till like, probably a l close to 2. Had to wake up and be at work at 9 a.m. the next morning. Worked from 9 a.m. until 4 once again. And then as soon as I got off work, jetted home, showered and got ready. Met up with... Mal again, some of our closest friends, and then Nick, my boyfriend Nick, joined us, and we went to see Polish Ambassador, which, Ooh. okay, let's take a minute to talk about this show because- Yes, please. I, so I had never listened, I, okay, I had never knowingly listened to Polish Ambassador prior to this. Like, I feel like I've definitely listened to some of his tracks, but I didn't, I wasn't like, oh, Polish Ambassador. But first of all, the show was free, which was awesome. And so we go to the venue, we like set up lawn chairs and this like cute blanket, which I totally feel like my sun and moon's blanket is like literally show vibes. It's such a hit. And it like, it was cool because like compared to the vibes of Friday night with like Zed's dead, like headbanging, like wild ride, like just all over the map. My neck honestly is still a little sore from Zed's dead on Friday night. Me too, which I'm not mad about. I do have a bruise on my arm that I don't know how it got there and it doesn't look cute. So I don't know. I feel like that's such a girl thing to have happen. I feel like girls always wake up after a night with random bruises. Like when we went to Temple a month ago, I had like a big black bruise mm -hmm. on one of my butt cheeks. I'm like, I don't know how you're there. Yeah. Do you think it's true? Someone said that you bruise, you can bruise easily if you're low on fiber. Oh, maybe. And maybe there's real? something to do. Yeah, that's probably real. And something to do with consuming alcohol at the same point. Like oh. your blood is thin. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, oh. well, that would make sense. That's probably why they tell you not to drink before getting tattooed. Exactly. Oh, my Even God. I have. All these revelations are putting together. <laughs> I know. This is where the people come for the oh information. Oh, my gosh. 
Um, but anyway, so such a cute show. Vibes were way more chill. Everyone's just like chilling in the grass. And okay, two specific like okay, talk about a variety of flavor of people. Like I loved it. I loved it too. Everyone was being so just like I honestly felt like I was in a meadow of like fairies and trolls and, and mushrooms, woke babies, babies, literal babies. You it saw was children just, there. Yeah, straight up, I saw a baby in like a fucking tiny hammock. Wow, a hammock? <laughs> well, like a baby hammock. I don't know what we to call it. We were in a meadow, like a bouncy chair thing. Wow. Yeah, no shade to that, but it does make me nervous sometimes when I see little babies like or little toddlers. Humans. Just at shows like that, because I know what the most, the majority of us are all doing when we're like while we're there, yeah, having a good time, and I'm just like. I know the baby is not participating in that. <laughs> <laughs> like, the baby's like makes tripping. Me a little nervous that they're there. <laughs> they're like fucking milk wasted. What if somebody was tripping so hard? Like they, they tried to pick up your baby. Yeah, and they think it's a little like animal, a doll, or a troll. Yeah, ooh, run ooh, away ooh. with it. Don't, okay, okay don't. I'm, I'm going to the dark side. Come That's back. yeah. Come, come back. back too. Come back to the light. <laughs> Anyway, two specific characters that really just stood out in my mind. So we posted up next to this group of friends, which they were cuties. And this one, I think he was the leader of the pack. I just, I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna tell myself that. Yep. And he's just like this sweet young man. And I'm like setting up, and he looks at me. He's like, oh, "Girl, everything about you, like you are just so gorgeous." And like, trust me when I say I don't even like women. But you, I am obsessed with you. Like, all of this, this works. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, thank you so much. Like, Thanks, Poppy. So cute. And then as the night progressed, he, like, gets up and starts dancing. And he does, like, these wild moves. And Nick made me laugh so hard. He was like, babe, he looks like Napoleon Dynamite. (laughs) (laughs) That is not who I envisioned while you were telling this story. I pictured the way you were talking almost. I pictured, like, a handsome... Latino gay man, nope. like so spicy. <laughs> no, he had <laughs> like a cute, dynamite. like red fro, like red curly fro, and, like freckles, and he was wearing like little jorts. But like his moves were so Napoleon. Like oh, yeah. I was just like, God damn it! I was like, fucking yes, yes, all things yes. So that one definitely stuck out in my mind. And then I definitely was the first person to notice this, but I just didn't say anything because like I knew she was taking a little snooze. Oh. But. There was a homegirl who was face down in the grass, mm-hmm. just taking a hot little grass nap. But it just, <laughs> it just made me laugh because, like, she was literally, like, face down grass, like, hands to the side, like, straight plank mode. Like a starfish almost? No. Yes, but, like, in, like, a plank, you know? Okay, so not a starfish. Yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> like, a line. And I was like, oh, man, like... She took her treats too early or she just went too hard, like too early in the day, which we've all been there. We've all done that. So I'm like, okay, she just needs to like sleep it off. And like her yep. friend was right next to her. So I knew she was being fine. Imagine how many like grass lines she had on her face when she- Oh my like, God. I you wake yeah. up from like a heinous nap and they're just imprints all over your face. Well, and then like halfway through the show, Nick's like, oh my God, like that girl is like face down. And I was like, I know, but she's like fine. He's like- <laughs> He's like, we should probably check on her. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, her back's moving. Like, she's breathing. She's been there. And I was like, her friend's right there. And he's like, okay. And then, like, a few minutes later, you were standing with a couple of our other friends. (laughs) And, like, we all kind of, like, merged back together. And (laughs) our friend's boyfriend was like, oh, she gone, gone. remember like oh my god I looking back too. and just like laughing and i was like but also like a little bit more concerned at that point because she was asleep the entire show and then i do remember at the end of the show she i looked back again and her head had turned so i was like oh i like looked at nick i was like okay she's alive like she turned her head so she's definitely like okay she's adjusted and then at the end of the show i did see like one of her friends like rubbing her back and like kind of like bringing her back too so she's okay but Man, like, talk about about getting lost in the sauce. I know. Imagine waking up from an entire show just knowing that you were passed out the whole time. I would feel so sad and also (laughs) just, like, so dazed and confused. And falling asleep when the sun was out and then waking up and it's dark. Oh, I know. That always trips you out. It's like, what day is it? Where am I? What time? There's people watching you sleep. Uh, also, how embarrassing that you and your boyfriend caught me pull a Janet Jackson. Oh, 
<laughs> oh my what God. the fuck? Yes. Okay. So another move. Oh. I'm so embarrassed, but Ugh. also like free the nipple, but also yeah, wasn't planned. Tits out for Harambe. And it's fine. We were all being free spirits. We were. I was wearing, okay, so I wore this outfit <laughs> that I've had for a couple years. I got it for a voodoo music festival. And it's like this yellow bodysuit. And then it's like, I don't know what you call the part that goes over it. Like It's, not it's like, like a, a kimono. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like full length and it like blows in the wind. So it's super fun to dance to. Only my second time wearing it. And... I, this has never happened, at least to my knowledge, but I'm most positive it didn't happen before. I'm walking up the hill to like our spot where we were all hanging no, out. No, you were Baywatch jogging. I was jogging. Through the grass. Oh, maybe that makes more sense. Yes. That like, it fell out. You. It's too much movement for that kind of a body Yeah. Suit. And plus we were uphill, so like you were just like. Bay, like you know that scene in Baywatch where they like run down the beach with yeah. the lifesaver? I that wish was I probably, you. I wish I looked that hot maybe in my mind i probably felt i did but <laughs> it just made no. me laugh because the happy titty blowing in the wind well, it's the crowd like, to see. when you got to us nick and i were dying and i was like no i was like you're fucking tit but dude and you're like oh my god you're like do you think anybody saw and it's like look around like there's like a thousand, thousand people, people here <laughs> why didn't you start jogging down towards me before you waited till i got to the top you're like i love it you should have taken a picture I, oh, I wish, gosh, my brain wasn't processing fast enough, <laughs> but that, I wish I did. Oh my God. That was the best time. Oh, speaking of that girl who probably, like you said, maybe took her treats too early. It was something I was thinking about now, like after this weekend, because I feel like this was our first real weekend back going to shows, like back to back and everything is like full throttle. It's summertime. Oh my gosh, I and love it. And when we were at Zed's Dead and we pulled into our parking spot, it's only like six or seven o'clock. It's very early still. And the first thing I saw was this really young girl who you could tell was just so fucked up. Oh and yeah, like, I forgot about this that. hamburger falling everywhere <laughs> and french fries. I and don't she, mean to laugh because that is actually can be very scary. I know. That's what I was going to say is like I saw that. Well, and then on the 4th, I did go do one thing by myself. Yes, I did want to ask you about this. So tell me. I So I just needed to get out of the house because some days if I'm at home for too long after a chill day, I have to leave at some point, which mm -hmm. is usually like in the evening and I'll go on a drive. And Zed said had another show that night at a park downtown. And I was like, hmm. Once I was driving around, I'm like, I bet if I drive by, I could probably see it. And you could. There were people like partying in like the street, actually. Oh, like I across, love that. Like, that didn't have tickets, probably. So I went and parked my car. And then I went to like this, okay, you know the Belco Theater mm -hmm. where Decadence usually is? Yeah. There's this like huge staircase that's across from Sculpture Park. Yes. Okay, so I sat up there, like such a creep. Wow, you are a creep. I like know. you went into the convention center? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> How do you think I'd get in there? <laughs> I wish VIP. No, I don't know, dude. I just <laughs> then I would really be hidden because I like was so scrubbed out. I was like, I better not see anybody because I knew so many people that were there that day. I'm like, I don't want to be seen. This is not the time. No, there's just a staircase outside the venue. Okay, the street. Okay, where I stood. But as I was looking for a parking spot, I saw like a kid laying down and like paramedics and like so oh. just like now that we're back in like full show life show season, I just think it's very important because Christine and I have been open about this in the past. So like her and I will definitely dabble with certain things. And I think as you get older or more experienced, you kind of know like what to take for your body or like maybe what not to take or how much. Yeah. And just a very friendly reminder that you should always just start very little with whatever you're taking. Yes. And you can always add on, but you can never take back. Yeah. Cause it truly hurts my heart when I see paramedics in a person. Cause you know that, that person that's in that situation, their intentions are not to go to a show and get so fucked up that they miss the entire show and then right. get taken away on a stretcher or have to just be helped by paramedics the whole time they're there. Like, right. That's never anybody's intention. Yeah. So I, that is a good reminder. Safe. Yeah. Like we are definitely advocates for um, experiencing new things and going out there and going beyond the normal realm that we yeah. live in. But at the same time, you have to think of your safety. Like 
make sure you do surround yourself with good friends that actually give a shit about you and like care about your well-being and in the event that something does happen like they're there to be with you and take care of you but of course yeah like trust me you can always do more but you can never but you can never take it back once it's like in your body for instance same with alcohol too like it's like yeah okay shot after shot after shot after shot and like if you know me in real life like you know I'm the queen of shots but you think you don't feel anything and then you give it an hour to kick in and then you're like, oh my God, I'm fucking wasted. And then you get sick and then you don't feel good and then it's like blah, 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 blah. So just please be responsible. We're not telling you to not do anything, but just like do yourself a favor and take it slow because better safe than sorry. Yeah. And I wanted to bring it up because it's good advice for myself as well. I feel like even though I'm the age I am and I've had plenty of experience, sometimes I just get a little excited. And one thing I'll say too, like if you are going to experiment with something, I know none of us are like scientists and it's hard to always know, but if you're going to get something, always try to have like a very trusted source that you get your little treats from. Yeah. Which- it's better to like I don't know. And it's so hard to say too because I was like, going to say it's it's hard to know because you just don't know. It's better and than that's like the risk a random take. Joe like down the street, like somebody who is credible and like other people that maybe have tried the stuff their product that you before, take. yeah. Like, I just think like word of mouth is hopefully the best route to go. Word of mouth is definitely better than buying it from a stranger in the parking lot. And last note on that or like off the, like the dark web. Yeah, gross. Cuz I actually there was a documentary I watched and people would buy – I forgot what it was called. It's like this very, very, very – it's called like TC, I think, or something. But Oh, didn't we watch that together? Or we watched it separately. But yes. Yeah, I yeah. know what you're talking about. And Anyway, they bought that off the dark web yeah, and I was like, Yeah, some strange drug I had never even heard of. Yeah. And another thing too, just like last part on all the treat talk, is that time that you and I were like 21 or 22 and we had just moved here and the person we got stuff from was, I would say, definitely a trustworthy person that we worked with, but they didn't tell us like how much we should take or like what to really do with it. And yeah. so Christine and I had made like our own little like – situation yeah our own little situation whatever you want to call it and did way too much and so i was one of those people at the show that i didn't have to get helped by paramedics but i basically didn't enjoy any of the show because it hit me way too hard because it was way too much for one time so like maybe mixing your stuff with water and then it can hit your system a little slower just some hot tips from a couple of veterans you know yeah I'm a couple of gals that love to go to shows. Just yeah. take it easy. <laughs> We're not doing this at every show, but we've done enough to know something. So yeah. there's that. Also, do what we say, not what we do, okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh, but all in all, like that was the first weekend in a long time. Well, of course in a long time that I had done like back to back to back. Well, okay, I so that know. brings me to my next day. So like I said – um, opened, worked Friday morning, went to Zed's Dead, opened, worked Saturday morning, went to um, Polish Ambassador. Then I opened, worked Sunday morning, worked until four again, immediately got off work, ran to Nick's, changed, and then we drove to go see his sister and her boyfriend in their home. And they live like an hour or so away. So it was like a little bit of a drive. It wasn't too bad, but still I was just like on the move. Um, we spent the fourth with them, which was so sweet. And if they're listening, hello. I love you guys. So kind. Jumbo. And um, but then we came back home, went to bed, and then had a full last day yesterday. So like today I was just like, dude, I need to just not do anything. And that's exactly what I did. And I'm just happy that you came over because I definitely needed your energy today. I felt the same way as I was getting close to getting off work. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see Christine today. I literally was leaving the gym actually in my head in the parking lot. I was like, I need Christine's energy. Oh, I love you. Not like I've been in a sad mood. Well, that is another thing too. I don't know if it's just getting older or what, but it's interesting. I've noticed the last like couple of times we've had more so of like wild weekends Mm -hmm. and like we do things back to back. I noticed that my mind or just like Myself in general, I just need like so much more time. It feels like to like fully come back to to like my very energetic self. Yeah. Like I still I got shit done yesterday and today, but like 
I don't know. I can just feel it like that my spirit isn't as like glistening as it normally is. Yeah. So very interesting how that works because it's like you want to go out and have fun, but then there's always like a little bit of a price to pay. I know. I think that also goes like hand in hand with just being good to your body every other day of the week. Like, yeah. of course, go out and have fun, but like I'm actually really excited. Like I have like I'm going to go to cycle class in the morning and then I am going to go to work. And then I'm going to like spend the evening with my family who's in town, which will be great. But like it kind of like puts in perspective like today I definitely was not a really good body owner only because I was like eating pizza and like pasta and like all this kind of like random shit. But like now that tomorrow is like a brand new day, it's like, okay, let's have some greens and some good protein and like throw some veggies in there. No, I like that you said that. I was – because sometimes I can get hard on myself for whatever fucking reason. I don't know why. It's, like, very annoying. Mm -hmm. But yesterday, I just still had a day where I was, like, I don't really feel like eating, like, my normal stuff I eat during the week. So I just ate whatever I wanted. And then I was, like, honestly, though, if I, like, keep dedicating at least, like, four to five times a week where I'm eating the way that, like, makes my body feel the best, like – that's good enough. Like mm-hmm. at least four times a week. And then like the other days, like it's also like it's summer and it's nice right. to like go out and like have fun. So that's how I feel too. As I feel like as long as I hit the gym three times, that's three all, is like that's always all the I ask. I want to hit too. Three, three X per week. That's all I ask. And if I can at least just do that minimum, then I'm a okay with eating cheese boigas. A hamburguesas. Queso hamburguesas. <laughs> Mix it all together. Um, but on a still happy note, speaking st- on the show topic, we um, ordered some dope jerseys for our next show, which will be not this weekend, but next weekend. Oh, no. Two weekends from now. Global Dance Fest. Yeah, Global Dance. We got two weeks, baby. I yeah, don't really think so, I'm going to do much until then. That could be a lie, but in my head, I'm like, maybe I, I'll be chill, but we'll see. I think I'm going to keep it chill because this week is like kind of – this week and next week is kind of like the only like time to really like grind these titties off because in the last week, I take – pretty much a whole week off. We got Global Baby. We got Seven Lions. We probably have Mala and DJ Snake. We got Christine's We got 30th my 30th birthday. Woo! Welcome to the club, ho. Well, I can't say it officially yet, but very soon. This ho is about to be 3-0. You know what I'm saying? But that'll be for another episode in the next couple weeks. Yes. And yeah, life is fucking good other than that. I really am just like so excited on life. I, I love my life. I love my friends. I love my work. I love I my love health. this house. Yeah, everything is great. I can do anything good. Uh, if you guys know that video, was it from Vine? No, because that would have been too quick. It was just like a YouTube video. It was video. a YouTube video, yeah. I, I think wonder, it was like on Ellen or something. I wonder where she is today. She's like 16. Yeah, I bet she's old as hell. Yeah. Everything feels really nice, but I was also going to tell you, I feel like I've been attracting very weird, chaotic energy around me lately. Not with like people I really know, just people I don't know on the streets. It's like, how am I always in these places at these times? Like, okay, well, (laughs) for instance, like when I went to go like be a creep at Zed's Dead on Sunday and catch like the last half hour of their set alone on the stairs. (laughs) So who's the chaotic energy there? I don't know. But (laughs) as I'm going to like, because I kind of kept circling the blocks to figure out where I should just try to park my car that was secretive and like nothing would happen to it for a minute. As I'm like crossing the street, like this man. Christine, <laughs> she just pulled out her fucking nipple. <laughs> you <laughs> trying to be like me, that Polish ambassador, Janet Jackson. That is nice. Sorry, nipple. Continue. <laughs> As I'm like driving down the street, all of a sudden I have to like come to a complete halt because this man who is barefoot with like the biggest tree he was like using a tree as a walking stick and just crossed my path and i'm the only one on the road so i'm the only one witnessing it and it hit like i'm pretty sure he came from the show like i truly felt like he was on lsd maybe not but he really gave me that vibe 
So like just these instances. <laughs> and then like today I'm downtown running some errands for someone. I'm on 16th Street Mall. And also we need to talk about that after I tell you what I saw on 16th Street Mall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Was this man all of a sudden in front of me, there's a light rail that goes, that runs through 16th Street. And I think it's like stout. Yeah. Anyways, light rail wasn't going full throttle because it had just picked people up, but it's like beep, beep, like no one should be crossing the street. This other man who was truly in his own world just starts dancing on the tracks. Oh my like, God. Just really taking a chance. And then the light rail person, the light rail person, the driver honks at him like, bro, get the fuck out of the way. And then as he honked at him, the kid was like, whoop, whoop, and like just kept dancing and then jumped out in like the nick of time. What the fuck? What is going on? So just, okay, there's more that I could probably tell you, but I'll leave it there for now because after I was leaving 16th 16th Street Mall, (laughs) was there ever a time where it truly was like this glorious place that people wanted to go and like see the sites and like be tourists and shop because at me, one point in time yes like okay. way back when way back when i don't but even now, know like when we first moved here if it was like that i feel like it's always especially it's today, always been kind like, of like uh, a carnival it gave me like uh, we haven't spent a lot of time there but we spent a little time like way back in our early 20s like weird hollywood vibes you know yes. hollywood can get like very creepy and, yeah like, it's just like it's just a bunch of like randoms nomads outsiders <laughs> yeah. clowns people trying like to literally like, it's like a freak show kind of it is and like we love all of you and i'll probably <laughs> join the freak show one day <laughs> no it is so chaotic especially for it noon really on a tuesday i try not to get stressed out in those scenarios but sometimes when you're around that kind of energy your body can just like feel it i'm like yeah ah, i feel like i need to like protect myself at all costs yeah, actually, I second that feeling because it's just, it's always because, like, I think they're trying, I think 16th Street Mall is like trying too hard to be something that it's not. I agree. And actually, <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, after I finish the errand and I come back to 16th Street and I'm leaving, this like huge purple can just falls from a ceiling and almost hits this old lady in the head. And everybody hears it. And we just all look at each other. What? I'm like, get me out of here. What? Like, did somebody just throw that at her from the rooftop? What the fuck? There's so much happening over there. I remember like before we moved here when we were younger, everyone's like, 16th Street Mall, like you gotta go. That's where like all the places are. But <laughs> it's like, that- no dude, hit up Cherry Creek, my guy. Like order the Park Meadows Mall. It's a good one. Solid. I will say the Forever 21 off 16th Street is actually pretty cute. It's like huge. Oh yeah. And there's maybe a restaurant or two, but besides that, the Cheesecake Factory slaps. Yeah, always a slapper. Remember when we were younger and we thought that the Cheesecake Factory was like the best thing to ever be introduced to our lives? And like yep. we would do head-to-toe glam, heels, oh, stop it. dresses, like the works just to go to the fucking Cheesecake head-to-toe Factory. Head-to-toe glam. That is actually true. I think we did that once in Seattle and once here in Denver. Mm-hmm. You're right. I thought you we were, were like, lying. Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> and it still is a banger. I mean, yeah, I love their cheesecake. Imagine and they have they have some good pasta. I never even told you about the man from Herman's Hideaway. I tried to too, but there was too much to tell you. <laughs> tell That's me. what I mean about the chaotic energy. This has started a couple weeks ago. But sometimes I also just feel like this is my life. Like I think it is too. Like you definitely well, I think for one, you have such um like a kind, inviting personality that like even the most out there creatures would want to <laughs> talk to you and you would like allow them to. So yeah, it is you. It's not them. It's you. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like a couple weeks ago, this is honestly probably the third time this has happened to me at Illegal Pete's on South Broadway, where a complete stranger will come and make themselves their friend with whoever I'm with. But this happened before we even got to Illegals. So my friend and I are driving there. We're waiting at the light to turn onto Broadway. And this man just stops in front of my car at the light and starts dancing. <laughs> <laughs> And then my friend, though, was like, roll down the window. I'm like, okay. (laughs) We roll down the window, and then he starts talking to us. He's like, let me buy you guys a drink. And we're like, um... I'm like, we didn't really know what to say. (laughs) But then me, of course, I guess this is my fault. I was like, yeah, we're just going to Illegal Pete's down the street. So you invited him. 
okay, but I didn't really think that he would show up. Oh, no. And then he did, and he was a nice man, but it was just like one of those random strangers who truly invites themselves to your party, which I am, I do allow that because I always want people to feel included, but there does become a point where it's like, okay, my guy, I'm trying to hang out with this cute person. So like, yeah, like leave us alone somewhere else. But then no, we just kept the party going with him. (laughs) Of course. First of all, this man had so many shopping bags with him that, okay, back up for the shopping bags. He wants to buy some margaritas. So we let him, and then we take a shot with him. And then him and my friend just start shooting the shit and, then he tells us he's going to Herman's Hideaway. Ugh. And you know I wanted to always go there. <laughs> Same. I, Christine and I have never been. If you live in Denver or you don't, like it's this little venue somewhere off Broadway. And it just gives me this vibe that I really want to go inside and see what's happening. And so he was going there that night to see Coolio out of all people. <laughs> we had no idea Coolio was performing. <laughs> And so he invites us and we decide to say yes. He's like, okay, well, I'm going to have to change my outfit. So he truly turns this part of the patio at Illegal Pete's into his own dressing room. Oh, my God. And when I tell you that this man gave no fucks about anything, he did not. Like, he completely changed his outfit. Like, he was in his boxers at one point. From his shopping bags of clothes. Yeah, from all his new clothes. He put on new cologne, put everything back so tidy. And, like, while he's doing that, he doesn't talk to my friend and I. And like, that's what uh, I took a picture to show you. So you will okay. believe me when I would say like, he set up his own station. Like it, he was at his own house at a legal Pete's patio. And then we decide to just let him ride with us to Herman's hideaway. Oh my God. And the night goes from there. And then he gets kicked out of Herman's hideaway before Coolio even comes on. Did he leave all his bags in your car? No. Somebody that worked at the club somehow knew that we were with him. So they came and found us. And they're like, this man is claiming he has a bunch of stuff in your car. I'm like, he does. I didn't know he got kicked out. We go out there. There's cops out there. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Why is this such a scene? <laughs> Jeez. Well, you have been manifesting a scene, so. No. You're right. <laughs> so he gets his stuff and leaves. And then my friend and I go back in. We take a couple more tequila shots. Coolio is taking way too long to come on stage. And at that point, we've already had a night. So we left before we got to hear Gangster's Paradise be performed. <laughs> But that's just really all. I just, uh, all these strange scenarios keep popping up in my life, but I'm not mad about it. I'm not either. It makes for an exciting life, but it (laughs) it truly makes you wonder though, like what goes on in these people's minds? Like, I don't know, man. That's kind of like, okay. at, At what point have you done too many drugs? It just like makes you off kilter, like for the rest of your life. Because I was already thinking about the drug situation after this weekend and seeing some of the things that we saw, it also made me think today, like when I'm seeing that person dance in front of the light rail. <laughs> On the tracks. You could clearly tell, like he's obviously in a different state of mind. So yeah. it's like, at what point does that happen to somebody though? Or like obviously too many drugs or also just like maybe their genes or like their genetics, their makeup. Right. Like they might actually be a little bit like they might actually have like some type of like disorder or incapability. Was that what you would say? Yeah, maybe. Or just like, I know, yeah, obviously some people's bodies just ha- are prone to like addiction or like yeah. just taking it too far, which I'm lucky that we're lucky, I guess, that we don't suffer from that. Yeah, thank you, universe. So, yeah, and genetics. Know, man. Wow, what a time to everybody out there tripping. Yeah, but damn, <laughs> don't be dancing on tracks. No, when, don't fuck around like when that. When moving vehicles and stuff are coming towards you. But then in his mind, maybe he just didn't even think it was serious. He probably he could have thought it was a video game. That's true. That's like he might have been hallucinating. Yeah. Oh my god! That's why okay. Don't bring your baby to a show because <laughs> someone's gonna pick it up and take it away. Oh my gosh, I'm scared. <laughs> okay, I don't like this. I'm, we're going back to the dark side. Okay, bring it back to we're the light. Bring it back. Okay, so I was gonna talk to you about something that okay. I think we need to do for our podcast because so Instagram just announced that they are no longer going to be a photo focused app. Like, they still are going to have, like, photos and stuff, but they're going to lean more towards, like, e-commerce, videos, creators, things like that, which is kind of cool, I guess, because it's, like, basically the guy was, like, I think he's, like, the CEO, but he was, like, look, TikTok's fucking huge. What else did he say was huge? 
YouTube's fucking huge. Mm -hmm. So, but it's like, obviously Instagram started as like a photo sharing app, but now they have like reels, which are like, just like TikToks. They have stories, which are just like Snapchat. And then they also have IGTV, which is like, just like YouTube. And it's like, okay, well that's cool. And then he was talking about maybe like how the feed might change kind of like to where TikToks is, is like, you'll have a feed of the people that you follow, but then there'll also be a feed of people that you don't and it'll just be random and kind of like the algorithm will switch up and it'll change and it'll be custom to you, which brings me to this idea that we really need to start doing videos now because I know we can, if we can, like we could kind of be like on the upswing of this and who knows how it's going to be because obviously there already is TikTok and YouTube and things like that, but it would be kind of cool to be on Instagram and like have a feed for your friends, but also have a feed for people that that you don't know, but the algorithm thinks you might like. And in that case, that could be us. I honestly really fucking like that idea because as much as I do enjoy Instagram, I'm sure a lot of people feel this way too, where it kind of feels in a sense like, not that it's dead, but sort of a little bit. Like Mm -hmm. I still like getting on there, but like even just scrolling through my feed, it just doesn't bring me that much excitement. Like I'm much more of like a story watcher. Like I'll go through yes, stories. Yes, I was more gonna than say I that. Like I my think feed. I find myself watching stories more and then just going to TikTok. And I think that too. Like I rarely post to my grid because with stories, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna post this cute selfie or this cute video, and it's gonna be on my story for 24 hours, so people are gonna see it. And then of course, like if I really, really want to like look back at it, I will keep it on the grid and then they also have highlights which is great because like I like to do that for show recaps and whatnot but after hearing about that today I was like huh I was like that could be a cool way for us to reach an audience that we that would have never even known we existed and we could even just do like little snippets of our recordings like this just like how you do for previews on our Instagram anyway but it would just be video of our faces and people can like see our reactions and like how we're talking and things like that. And then maybe like it'll show up on people's for you page that follow other podcasters or girls who like to go to raves or like, you know, girls who like to do self care, like growth, meditation, tapping, manifestation, babes, like all that kind of stuff. And like, I don't know, like I just, it, it really inspired me because I'm like, okay, like we always have talked about how we could have gotten on like the upswing of things. And we've always kind of been like a little bit short, like right, same yeah. with podcasting. Since we know this is happening, we could really just like start doing what we've been planning to do, which is make videos. No, and then I if, love this. And I don't know when this new update is supposed to be happening. I mean, I think it's going to be like a slow roll, but at least we can start preparing for it. Fuck. Yeah, my guy, because... Well, I love this for so many reasons because I also feel like, again, so many people probably feel the same way or maybe not if you just use Instagram for just like, uh, what's the right word? I don't know, personal reasons. I guess we all use it for personal reasons. What I'm trying to say is like, when I made my music Instagram, I did make it because I wanted to connect with more people that I didn't know actually that like the same kind of music I'm into or like go to shows. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like it's been kind of hard to grow it in a long time. Like I feel like I had a moment where it did and then it's just like so stagnant and it can feel yeah. just kind of like blah. Mm-hmm. And like, of course I still want to like share things. I don't know. It just has felt like so kind of dead in a way. So it seems really exciting that they're doing this because I think that is a great way to like kind of bring it back and like introduce people to more accounts that like weren't already huge when Instagram was getting huge. Right. And and I feel like it kind of gives people an opportunity to get put out there, especially nowadays with so many people who do like their own small businesses or make music. Oh yeah. So the e-commerce part. Yeah. Because honestly I've bought a decent amount of things just because Instagram has like advertised it to me. Yeah. Or because of an influencer that's sharing it or whatever. So, like, I've definitely shopped through Instagram. And the most recent time I did, they actually gave me a notification today. So maybe they're starting some of it. They were like, what did you think of, what is the brand? I think it's called, like, CNC Apparel or something. Uh It's, like, yoga pants, like, workout clothes. Yeah. And I got them through that girl, Presley KP Fit, who I got, like, that little workout program from because she highly recommends their leggings. And so I went to that link through Instagram, Hmm. and today they asked me what I thought. So maybe they're starting to do some of this. I'm sure they are. Interesting. Yeah, Hmm. I'm sure they're incorporating stuff. 
Because I did see um, the other day, like, you know how, like, when Instagram does new updates, they, like, have their own story at the yeah. top, and it says, like, new, and it, like, shows you kind of, like, the update. Yep. They did have something. I don't remember what was on it. So I think they are definitely incorporating some of it already, but... Yeah, I just thought that was cool. I love that you shared that. Another thing, too, I will say, I don't know if it's true or not, but I remember watching a YouTube video a while back on, like, how, like, tips on how to, like, keep growing your Instagram or whatever, and it did say to, like, go through who actually follows you and, like, remove accounts that are just not anything. Right. Because what does that do for you? Nothing. Nothing. It actually, like, hurts the girl that shared this video, and it makes sense to me. She said it actually can hurt, like your exposure because if you have all these dead accounts that are following you like I don't really know it made sense when she explained it and I'm sure you guys understand but even like for instance if I use like a bunch of hashtags for something and then you get all these weird comments and then weird followers yeah and then you go and look at the followers and it's just like these weird accounts that seem like they're like bots yeah Yeah. and then they like message you and they're like hey be an ambassador for us yeah it's all so dumb. So lately I've been doing that. It's taking some time, but like I've removed at least like 200 accounts. Some of them still seemed like normal, but they hadn't posted anything since like 2019. And I don't even know who they are. Mm -hmm. And like, they looked like they maybe like liked going to concerts. So maybe that's why they followed me. But if you're not even using your account to me, that feels like it's dead. So I've just been fucking removing shit because I'm like, get all that out of here. Like time for a fresh start. Yeah, that is actually, that does make sense too. Cause it's like, basically you're getting put out to nothing. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say, like how it can hurt your exposure. Yeah, because you're being exposed to nobody. Exactly. It's like a pretend account. Fucking bullshit. Fucking bullshit. Well, thanks for sharing that with the world, Christine. That's a hot tip, and I feel very excited now, honestly. I know. I'm excited, too, and I truly just feel like, I don't know, man. I, I honestly have said this to myself every year for the last, like, two or three years, but I was like, man, I think this year's truly my solar return. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. my Saturn return. It is. Like, I, I, <laughs> I know I said it when I turned 28. I know I said it when I turned 29, but I mean... I think this is the one. It's my golden birthday. And I mean, we'll see. I think I think we just get excited, especially me, for just like change, new things, exciting things, things to grow. And I don't know. I'm just really excited for this next year of my life. I'm in a really good place and I'm so grateful. And of course, like, yes, I'm so excited for the future and things to like look forward to. But I'm also very happy and grateful in this moment right now. Because like, what was that? I was listening to a song earlier and it was like... You don't know you're in the moment until it's past. And it's like, shit. Talk about spitting some facts. Like, whoa. Honestly, thinking back to this weekend of shows, and then when I went and creeped on Zedstead by myself Sunday, and I was like completely sober. Okay, I had like two hits of marijuana, but how could I not? Because they were playing Day and Night by Kid Cudi. I pulled up like right when they were doing that. I was like, okay, don't tempt me. It did make me realize like as much as I enjoy like having like cocktails and like maybe doing other stuff from time to time at shows, sitting there that night and like watching it and being so clear headed, it like, of course, when you are in that mindset, I think it also helps you be more in the moment because sometimes if I'm like drinking at a show or doing whatever, I will feel like I'm there and in the moment. But then the next day, it kind of feels like it all just happened so fast. So I'm mm-hmm. like, like you said, was I actually in the moment or I don't know. Right. Yeah. I'm like, even like moments like this, us on my couch, because <laughs> one day we'll be in a real life studio and we're going to be like, remember back then? And we'll be like, you remember back then? <laughs> Oh, gosh. Oh, but then also, there's another show I started today. It's on um, Netflix. It's called This Is Pop. It's like a little docuseries about, like, just, like, music. And I think you're, you'd really like it. It's about, like, music and groups and Ooh. artists and things that have changed, like, the world of pop culture. And I was watching an episode specifically today about autotune, which did you know, which I didn't know this, but autotune was created not that long ago. Like the, they, the inventor of autotune was on the episode. He's like a, 
I forget what he does. He's like some type of engineer. And basically what he did was he would measure the seismic vibrations um, through the ground for like things. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. But anyway, um, super smart, very like into like algorithms and math and all that shit. And he was saying like, he went out with his boss and his boss's wife and his boss's wife was like a singer and she was kind of joking around and she was like, oh, you should just make me a music box that makes my voice perfect every time. And he was like, thought about it. He's like, I think I could actually do that. And he literally created auto-tune. Wow. You said this is on, did you say Hulu or Netflix? It's on Netflix. Yeah. Pick me up. I want to watch that. Um, it's very interesting. And so then, so and cool. so then it also focuses on T-Pain who, of course. um, I don't want to tell you at all, but kind of like the quick thing. <clears throat> so he inv- he invents Auto Tune in like 1996, and like every fucking record label producers like trying to get their hands on this programming, but they don't want to tell the world that they're using Auto Tune oh. because like obviously music began with being a good singer, mm-hmm. but then they're like, wait, you're going to use a machine to make everybody a good singer? Like that's kind of defeats the purpose, you know? Yeah. So then the first song that really kind of like used autotune with Cher's Believe. Oh my God. How have I never realized that Cher was autotune in that track? Yeah. I didn't even realize either. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's her a thousand percent. Oh yeah. Wow, so it's so pretty cool. cool. And then like, um, T-Pain's on it and he gets interviewed and it like talks about how when he came out with his album and he used autotune and like the song I'm Sprung, which till this day I still fucking love. Or I'm in love with a stripper. Yeah, and like still bangs. Everyone was like, okay, like this is cool, but it's not that cool. And then all of a sudden he got a bunch of backlash from the music community because they were like, dude, you're making it suck. Now you're giving us actual good singers a hard time. And like, that's not even your voice. Like, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. You're ruining everything. And then fast forward, everyone's like realizing that he's making all these hits. So they're like, well, shit, let's put you on the hook. Let's like use you for this and this and this. And like, it's kind of crazy. It's just like an interesting story to show. Like he says, like, whenever you're the first person to do something, everyone thinks you're going to fail and everyone thinks you're crazy. And then after they see that it actually could work, that's when people start catching on and they're like, holy shit, like he's the man or like this, this, this or whatever. And then there's this other girl on there that talks about she literally started making electronic music back in like the late 70s. And like she has this setup and she's still alive now. And so she gets interviewed as well. And she's like old now. But she has like all these like wires and stuff. And she uses this thing called like a vocoder. And it's like it's so cool because she saw the future for electronic music before it even like happened. And I love a tastemaker. It is just it's so cool. And like. Yeah, so I watched that episode, and then the first episode's about boys to men, which is, like, super cute, and I forgot how much I fucking love R&B music. I know, right? Especially from that era. I like that you said that to, like, wrap up what you were saying about people who, like, go out and start something for the first time, and, like, other people don't see it yet. Lauren Everett's of The Skinny Confidential, she Mm -hmm. always tells this story, which is her story, about when she wanted to create her blog, but more so she wanted to create herself as a brand, which she has done, like... I think now like 10 years later, I think it's been since she started the Skinny Confidential and she used to bartend like on the side, like she didn't make any money with her blog for like the first three years. And she said that these regulars would come in the bar and like ask her what she wanted to do. And she was like, oh yeah, like I'm going to blog and like make like this into a brand. And like they laughed and they were just like, that's fucking crazy. Like you can't do that. So she always says, if somebody tells you that about your idea, that means that you are most definitely onto something. Oh, which I love. I love that. Except for everyone I tell about podcasting, they support me. So (laughs) (laughs) maybe because it's more like normal now. Because I feel like even a few years ago, I think more people were like, what is that? Or like, when I listen to some of the people who have been around with podcasting for a while, they're like, people used to think it was so nerdy, embarrassing. Like this girl, Jackie Schimmel, she's like a comedian. I don't really listen to her anymore, but she is hilarious. She was saying that she used to be, like, embarrassed to tell people she had a podcast because, like, it felt super nerdy. And now I think it's more, like, it's obviously – I think it's really fucking cool. You learn so much. Like I like it, too. And it just – it makes me feel like – like, this is more natural to us. I'd be lying if I said, oh, my gosh, like, I am this lifestyle blogger or, like, I love creating video content 
or like I make music or things like that. It's like podcasting is like more true to who I am because yeah, like the reason why we started this is because we like to drink and talk and like talk shoot the days, shit. Yeah. Right? So it's like if I can do that and reach out to people that like to do that too and they're like, wow, like these chicks are fucking cool. Wouldn't it be cool if we came out with like a one cute drink like collaboration with Smirnoff? Exactly. <laughs> and they're like – The possibilities are endless. Right? I truly honestly – these are my goals. I really want to do a lash collaboration with somebody like Ardell or like a cool lash brand. Okay. And I would really love to do some type of like collab – with a brand that aligns with one Q drink, like whether it's a coffee company or I'd really love a mushroom company or of course liquor, like duh brother, tequila specifically. <laughs> tequila specifically. You heard it here first. Yeah. Wrapping up the podcast talk, what I personally love and like if you guys have heard this story before, then I guess I might be telling it a different way. But when I started working by myself, like for myself, like oh, five and a half years ago, I started getting into podcasts. And like what I loved was it made me feel like for one, I wasn't alone working all day because I felt like I was listening to friends. Mm -hmm. And like what I love about podcasting too is there's so many different avenues that people can go. And like I think for us, like we have kind of found like what we love to do is just like talk and laugh. And like, of course we have specific topics sometimes, but I have like so many podcasts in my library that I go to for specific things. Mm -hmm. And so if I didn't know us and I did enjoy listening to us, to me, ours would be somewhere to go just to like laugh and like have something more so like lighthearted. But then also in my library, I have like stuff about specifically dating or yeah. like the almost 30 girls are very like spiritual and like yeah. I've learned so much, I feel like just from them. And so that's what I really love about podcasting. The whole world in general is like you can have something for any kind of mood you're in or any kind of person. Oh, like, for real. I don't know. I think it's a very special place and I also really enjoy it. Me too. Oh my goodness. And on that note, I'm going to go, Dottie. All right, Darlene. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to read a happy meal, I think. <laughs> Fuck yeah, you are. <laughs> you serve it. One more day and then I'm going to crush a cycle class in the morning. Yeah, girl. Um, Wait, what did Connor used to always say? He's like, one last fat night tonight and then it starts <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Connor, if you guys know him, he is our very hilarious friend. Connie June, our He'd always one. say that when we live together. He's like, one last fat night tonight. I'm like, yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah, you We'd you, say it like every night. Put it there. <laughs> That's the thing we too. We like, kill like, it all day and then come home and smoke together. And then it's like cheese, it's an ice cream all night. That literally was your apartment. Cheese, it's an ice cream. Cheese, it's were always in that apartment no matter what. Yeah, and ice cream. Miss those days. Um, right. But anyway, well, we appreciate you all for listening. Hope you have a wonderful week. And as always, you can find us on Instagram at one cute drink. I'm Christine underscore moi. And I'm at music with Mal. And if you are enjoying this podcast, please subscribe on Apple, follow on Spotify, leave a rating. And that's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. We'll be coming around the mountain next week. <laughs> we love you guys. Have a great day. <laughs> yippee yi yo Goodbye. <laughs>